0: Hello everyone, my name is Remington, I have a third eye, and this curse, or gift, lets me do more than just see ghosts. I'm guessing that you've heard of psychics, and mediums, and witches and stuff? Yeah, I know, witches are real. But not like the ones that you see in Harry Potter, they're usually just regular people, but they connect with spirits in a different way. All these people have the third eye open, but have different powers that come with it. One of my friends can see ghosts, but also sees how they die. For example, once we walked into a bathroom in a bar and he just froze and held my arm. He stood there for about 30 seconds before he let go. I had the ring on at the time and I didn't see it. Thank God that I didn't, because what he described to me was pretty horrific. He said when he first walked in, he saw the ghost and thought it was a regular person. But then it turned to look at him and there was this shard glass through his head. He said that it walked straight to my face and collapsed and laid there like it was dying all over again. After about 15 seconds, it disappeared from the floor and was standing where he first saw it, just minding his own business. My extra gift is pretty hard to explain. It only happens at night when I go to bed. Well, I mean, I haven't really tried it in the day when I'm awake. It happens when I sleep with my ring off or even talking about my third eye anytime during the day uh wait so now that I'm talking to you about it right now this power will be activated tonight as well yeah pretty much 100% even if I wear the ring tonight it'll still happen there's no need to say sorry or anything I've experienced it over two dozen times by now uh, and I know what to expect and what to do to be honest with you, this is really this is really hard to explain with words, but i'll try to paint you a picture so that's easier to write down. The best way to answer your question is to ask you this: Have you ever had an out of body experience? Scientists seem to have an answer they say it's just your active mind playing with your unconscious brain and how your brain presents your body. In other words, they're saying that you're having a very good dream, a very vivid dream about yourself. First of all, that's not what's happening. Yes, people's brains are gullible, but it's not stupid. What's really happening is a more, is a lot more complex and to be frank, A lot scarier, an out of body experience is your soul coming out of your body and join a different dimension of this physical world. Souls are what makes a ghost. What happens to you when your body dies? Your soul is the only thing left. Your soul is basically you without a body to interact with the physical world. There are many beliefs to what happens when one dies, but one is for certain, you can become a ghost. I think souls become ghosts because they're just lost and don't realize that they're dead. Some have unfinished business that they want to deal with. Some complete it, others don't. That's why they're stuck there. Some ghosts just simply don't want to move on to other things and are content with spending the rest of their eternity on earth. And lastly, there are forms of ghosts that are formed if they are simply too malicious to move on and want to harm people. Spirits and demons are completely different. Spirits aren't really ghosts. I don't really know much about them. They never really say something that makes sense, they just say gibberish most of the time, they kinda just stand there lurking in the shadows, and they're faceless beings, and it's very hard to spot them. Demons are the epitome of evil, they're like malicious ghosts, but a hundred times more powerful, venomous, wicked. And can inject fear into any situation. And you can't just get rid of them. They follow. When the soul jumps out of a living body. The body becomes a beacon of light. And the soul sticks out like a sore thumb compared to the other souls. This is what I can do at night when I go to bed. And it will most definitely happen tonight. If you're curious about it. Here's what would happen to you if you ever get to experience it. You'll open your eyes and it'll feel like you slept for maybe 10 hours. You'll most likely hear ringing in the distance, like someone is singing at whistle tone. This ringing is very important later on. Then you'll sit up and realize that your bed didn't move and your movement didn't affect anything around you. You'll probably be spooked when you look back at your pillow and see your head laying there. I still do. Sometimes you look down at your hands and realize you can't see them. You see right through them. All you'll see are clear geometric triangles where your hands would be. When you stand up and look around You'll notice that the world looks a lot different now. Your vision becomes different and you almost can feel like time isn't passing. Like air isn't moving around. Everything around you is tinted dark navy blue and everything is just pulsing. Just looking at a flat wall, you'll feel like you're looking at a pool wall. You know it's not moving but it looks like it is. You'll walk around your room and feel that your movement is also like you're underwater. You feel slow, relaxed, and heavy. Interacting with things is kind of difficult because you don't really have a physical body to touch all these physical things that you see in front of you. Around this time when all these things are making sense, you'll realize that you're your out-of-body experience is coming to an end. You'll hear ringing coming from your body and you feel compelled to move towards it. Just don't fight it because dangerous things will happen if you do. Instead, allow it to draw you in and bring you closer. This is where the difference lies between what I have and what you'll experience. The ringing for me won't happen from my body. It would be coming from elsewhere. And wherever that place is, there's always trouble happening there. One time, before I went to bed, I got a call from my cousin. And she told me that ever since she moved into her older sister's bedroom, she started noticing things such as her water bottle being placed on top of her nightstand instead on the floor where she usually has it. She also started hearing footsteps in her room when she's not in there and when nobody's in there. And lastly, the one thing that spooks her the most, she sometimes wakes up at around 2.30am and feels that she's being watched by something inside her walk-in closet. I told her not to worry about it and just pray or something every night. And it'll just go away and that it was probably all in her head She also didn't know that I had a third eye So I guess lucky for her that she decided to tell me so that night I took the ring off and thought about her house and Kind of forced myself to fall asleep thinking about it when I woke up in the spirit realm I walked around the room to wait for a sign This would be the ringing or some ghost or spirit leading me to wherever I have to go. So I looked out the window and leaned against the desk and waited. It felt like a couple minutes went by before I finally heard something. It was knocking coming outside the bedroom door. I walked towards it and concentrated on opening the door. Because at this point I've done stuff like this before. I knew how to open the door and interact with things. When I walked out, I was no longer at home. I was in another bedroom. I was at my cousin's bedroom. Her name is Marissa. I stepped into the room and saw Marissa sitting on her bed talking on the phone. I quickly realized who she was talking to and I knew exactly what she was going to say next. She was talking to me on the phone. So my soul revisited that time of the day because something happened here. This is part of my gift. Time is different in the spirit world. Just like what Gabe said, if you're disconnected enough from the physical world and deep enough in the spirit realm, time is different. Past, present, and future become scrambled. I stayed in her room and watched her and her closet. Everything around me at this point was warping a lot more than usual. I mean, I really felt dense and I could start to feel the pressure of the air squeeze into me. It was like another presence entered the room and its force sent ripples around you. Like if someone cannonballed into a pool, you would feel the effects of it especially if you were close by. I took this as a sign, so I stepped towards Marissa to protect her. When I touched her shoulder, she reacted like she felt it. And I think she did because she looked up at my face and made eye contact with me. She didn't see me, however, but it felt like she knew I was there. She said goodnight to me on the phone and stood up. She started walking to her closet very slowly, like she was anticipating something would jump out and scare her. The closer she got, the louder the ringing got. It hit me that maybe she shouldn't go there. Each step she made, the ringing grew and the room warped even more. The wall's paint was dripping down like water and the floor turned into dirt and the dark blue hue that you'd normally see turned a lot darker and less beautiful. All the lights in the room flickered off except for the nightstand by the bed. Marissa was unaffected by this because this was only happening in the spirit realm. I sat down on her bed to try to focus and relax. I looked beside her bed and saw. A plastic clock that she owned. I knocked it over to grab her attention. She turned around and the ringing stopped. She turned back around and reached over to open her closet, but it wouldn't let her. She pulled and pulled, but it wouldn't budge. She stepped back and pretty much gave up. Then suddenly, it slowly creaked open she took another step back her hands covering her mouth i stood up and we both waited to see what was going to happen the door exploded open and she dashed out of the room a body of a 13 year old girl walked out and stared at her running out and darted her eyes at me this was not a girl, however. This was a demon in the form of a girl to mask how hideous they look and how dangerous they really are. They do this because a little girl usually means innocence and they want to trick you. I was shaking and I think it knew that I was afraid. Then she started talking about something. She was speaking clear words to me and I couldn't say anything back. I was too scared to. With every word she spoke, the ringing grew louder. I stared at her waiting for her to make a move. She looked at me up and down and continued talking. She stepped closer to me and I stepped back. She smiled and <laughs> laughed. Then she raised her arms up at the end of her laugh and she screamed and thrust her arms down. Black spirits surrounded us and they were all silent, which is odd because they're usually always talking. The little girl grew to the same height as me and morphed into what you'd expect a demon would look like. A burnt, monstrous, black eyed being. I felt something like a tear running down my face, and he said, Don't cry. I'm here for you now. The spirits grabbed me and pinned me against the wall, and he walked towards me. The ringing right now was louder than anything. I couldn't hear what he was saying, but I knew he was saying something. He put his hand on my forehead and tilted my head back. He pressed his hand into me, and it felt like a burning needle was being pierced into my brain. I screamed and tried to wiggle out of it, but failed to even move an inch. I was in agony, and all he did was smile and look at me. He twisted his hands and pushed harder. I screamed, and he said something very very faint then light exploded for me and all the black figures disappeared all that was left was me and the demon and he let go of me and stepped back and said you are now more powerful than ever i suddenly jolted up from my body and realized that the dream was over and it was morning. I don't know what he meant by what he said, but it does freak me out. To this day, I don't have any answers and that was about 3 months ago. I haven't been the same since to be honest. Whenever I'm alone or looking at myself in the mirror, I feel like something's watching me. Something that makes me feel uncomfortable. Even though you're here, something doesn't feel good because we were talking about it. What? Uh, are you okay? Uh, are we okay? I think I said something that upset a few things in the house. A few things? Something from before is here with us. I feel him. It's something powerful. It follows. Hello everyone, it's Vincent Labrador here. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Clairvoyance. There's a few questions that have been brought up in the past few episodes. Uh, I do want to encourage you guys to ask them. I have a Twitter, so just at me on Twitter and use hashtag Clairvoyance. Um, and I'll answer those questions in a Q&A at the end of this season. Be sure to follow or subscribe to this podcast so that you know when the next episode does come out. There's usually one episode per week. And of course, share this with friends and um, whoever you think will be interested in the story of Remington, because his story is very, very interesting. And I'm sure many people would love to know about him. Please do share his story. Next episode is a lot crazier. Uh, There's a lot more things happening. And to be honest with you, it might take me a little over a week to make just like this one. So just do stay in tune. So subscribe or follow to make sure you're notified when it does come out. But again, thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you guys next time. Goodbye.